0: This show is part of the Stuff Podcast Network.
1: Look right down any crowded hall, you'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? I B to Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, it is a quite <laughs> spectacular episode. I oh uh, <laughs> I, I I how how do we even describe it, Anna? I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> Genuinely, it's it's not like anything we've seen before. Truly, we thought that a f- uh, we were very excited by a fantasy sequence that lasted like less than a minute, oh God, yes, when yeah, when Jessica was the queen
0: of Santadora, yes. whatever the hell was happening there, like we were delighted enough by those literal seconds of sequence, <laughs> so this uh, blew our minds basically <laughs> it
1: did because this week, five beta Alpha members, we are discussing an episode called o seven. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean,
0: we'll give the little Wikipedia synopsis, but it's not going to do it justice. Go on, do your, do, do give it your all. I mean, I will. But again, the syntax is a little bit... Um, Peculiar. Not great. So, mm. so just bear with us. Yes. Uh, so yes, uh, episode 10, uh, 07. Liz writes a spy novel after watching a James Bond movie starring herself and featuring all her friends. Now, the novel features... Herself and all her friends, not the James Bond movie. Yes, okay. It's it's
1: it is very badly put together. She decides
0: women don't have enough of an active role in the adventure genre. So she makes the females the stars and the males <gasps> secondary.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I mean but it's, like, it's a
0: very oddly phrased there, but yes. It's so weirdly phrased, but like it's also so much better than that could even uh, help you imagine it. Like
1: <laughs> so much better. And it begins at the cinema where the gang have just been to see an unspecified action movie. And Liz wishes they could see an action movie with women in the lead, which leads the others, I think it's particularly Bruce, to disagree. Yeah, it's
0: it's kind of... All the guys, really, like the whole gang is there. Winston's on his Game Boy, so he's not really paying attention mm. to anything, which all kind of, everything that happens in this first little scene kind of lends itself to what transpires yes. a little bit. Um So, yeah, so they're, all the guys kind of laugh and scoff when Liz says this. Um And Bruce, yeah, reckons that, uh, you know, as if some babe could compete with Stallone or Schwarzenegger. So he's just having none of it. Although Ina does give him a dig in the arm, which looks like it actually hurt him. So that was
1: very enjoyable. It was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, um, yeah, by the way, I was thinking like that's around the time that Speed came out, but also it's after like Alien and Aliens and Terminator. So like there already had been action films with women. In fact, an action film with Schwarzenegger and a woman (laughs) without Hampton. Very
0: true. But look, I mean, you know, Sweet Valley exists in its own little universe. Very,
1: also very so. true.
0: Uh, and I guess, yeah, it's just for the purposes of this episode. This is this is the conceit that we're going with. And I'm yes. fine with it. And even, oh. do you know, even this opening bit actually was great because all that neon lighting and stuff, it was very 90s mall mm. cinema. Oh. Love
1: it, <laughs> me too. Well, the others head off to go and get car- do some karaoke and mm. get some sushi, and we're told just as a side that Patty can't wait to have some octopus. Mm. Um, mm. But Liz <laughs> is joining them, and why?
0: Oh, because she's a buzzkill. But so <laughs> 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 but, but more specifically, um, yeah, she reckons she's got this uh, hot idea for a short story that she needs to write, and. Todd is like, what, you're going now? And she's like, yeah, because when you get a great idea, you've got to jump on it. So, you know, don't just make a note of it and go have fun with your friends and write it later. It's like, no, I'm abandoning all fun and going home to write my story.
1: It's true. So, uh, yeah, at home in uh, in the casa, uh, Jessica uh, lays washing her hair. And she can't understand why Liz is still working on this story. And we're told that Liz can't go to, quote, Judy's party. Who is this Judy? Who the fuck is Judy? That's an opportunity to name drop Amy Sutton or one of the, you know, or Le- Olivia or one of the people who, you know, the main characters who we don't see. True.
0: Throw in a random name. Poor Amy Sutton. Like as much as we don't like her in the books, she's really getting like short yeah. shrift in this <laughs> series. She literally appeared for four seconds in like the pilot episode yeah. as a very unAmy kind mm. of character, and that was it. Like just dead to them. No <laughs> chance. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, we uh, we should we we should have known they're quite they're quite brutal on the on our beloved book cast. But I can't believe that they're just making up random unseen people when they have such rich pickings i know literally any other name like
0: julie is all she had to say
1: there and i'm going oh yes julie Porter, Porter, that's yeah. fine <laughs> <laughs> no judy whatever okay judy well no one even goes to her party but because uh liz is um is staying home to work on her story by the way jessica says she can't go alone like a loser i mean i can't understand why her sister would be a date yeah, that's funny because
0: it is like in, in a certain way, it does tie in with the book thing of never going anywhere without, well, I guess a date. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it's like, it's fine, Jessica, just go. Also, I assumed she was probably going to go with Lila. So,
1: yeah, I don't know it's why a this was an issue. school party. Um, well, anyway, she's she she heads off um, risking loserdom. But she tells Liz that if she wants to get published, she should write about somebody with a bit of glamour, like Jessica herself. Aha, huh. And a thought strikes Liz. Then things get amazing. Just like
0: so quickly. This kind of takes off so quickly. I couldn't believe it. It was delightful. Can can you
1: tell us what we see on screen? Well,
0: the screen changes to like a version of like the opening of the titles of a Bond film. So you've got the, the kind of. Um, what is it? It's like the, the circle moving across the screen. Yeah. So it's like the barrel of a gun that you're looking down. And um yeah, it's it's that opening sequence. It's Jessica in like a black cat suit and boots and the cheapest blonde wig I have ever seen. Oh my god. Yeah. She's holding, she's holding a hairdryer rather than a gun, which was actually a fun detail. Yes. And um and it's like Liz's voice over it goes, uh, she was a woman. She was a spy. She was platinum blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the like turn to a camera, the blood dripping down the screen. Uh, just it's phenomenal.
1: Perfection. <laughs> and it gets better. Because we cut to an office scene where Manny Penny
0: <laughs> Genius. Love it.
1: <laughs> is making tea when Jess comes in looking like she's on her way to a leather bar. <laughs> I, I, I literally her down. Jessica
0: flings her village people hat onto that stuff. <laughs>
1: she's got a little leather cap she's got her uh her head to toe leather ensemble mm-hmm. and uh she uh she's given a latte by manny penny <laughs> yeah and proceeds to
0: just flirt outrageously with him telling him he's looking very fit yeah. and it's gas it's so funny oh god and the, yeah the whole time that she's in this character platinum blonde she is wearing this like short bobbed terrible yes. wig that is almost white blonde like oh I mean, yeah
1: and so, very plasticky looking it looks like a uh, so barbie hair oh god or yes. tiny tears <laughs> then enid comes in and she's dressed like an otg she
0: truly is like this is absolutely <laughs> what has happened here enid walks in and she's e so obviously she's the head of the operations yeah. but like truly yes wearing like a green old-timey gangster suit it's like a proper double-breasted stripy <laughs> suit and a green bowler hat. It's <laughs> sensational. It's not, just,
1: it's not even oh like she's God. just wearing a man suit. She is wearing an OTG outfit. like
0: Fully. And it's like, are we even six minutes into the episode at this stage and already so many things have happened.
1: <laughs> so many <laughs> magical things. <laughs> and she has an assignment for Platinum Blonde. Platinum Blonde must find... And uh, and spoil the plans of a notorious gambler. Gold Gold Fowler! Oh my god, yes, a notorious gambler and microchip
0: magnate. Uh, like, I, I legal, love but yeah it's so good. So, yeah, Enid, as E, is like throwing all these photographs um, onto the table. And the photographs, I, I want these photographs. Oh. Like, they're fantastic. I
1: have to get a screen grab up on the Insta because oh, definitely. they have to be yeah, seen yeah, so to be
0: believed. There's the shots of Goldfowler, which, of course, is Lila dressed head to toe <laughs> in gold lame, like hat, trench coat, gloves, the whole shebang. It's
1: fucking phenomenal. It <laughs> astonishing. It's it's beyond oh our wildest dreams of a Lila outfit, just put it that it, way. It really is. And then, um, yeah, then he
0: introduces her accomplice. And uh, who could her accomplice be? <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. It's Pex Galore. And- the tuna canning tycoon!
0: Hannah, I fully fucking screamed at the tuna canning so
1: tycoon. So just say just, as <laughs> just in all caps? Yes, the cans! Four exclamation marks. They're back. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and lest it needs to be uh, made more explicit, Pexglore is obviously Bruce. And... Uh... <laughs> Uh, e calls Platinum Blonde I find this joke a bit sleazy considering the characters are so young but she's double D7 oh
0: I know that was a bit yeah. cringe wasn't it
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, E tells Platinum Blonde that uh, Pexclore and Goldfather are mortal enemies but they team up to socialise and we see some more photos
0: oh god apparently it's a twisted lovely relationship yeah. so like as she's tossing down the photographs there's <laughs> one <no."> of <laughs> them like Lila with Bruce in a headlock, <laughs> and the next one is them like absolutely smooching the faces off each other, and it's just
1: so, so suitable cool. given what happened in last week's episode of our main uh, it's, episode of main it's series.
0: Tea, it's teeing up perfectly. We couldn't have timed it
1: better. Like, oh, <laughs> it was. I, I shrieked again at the photos. There was a lot of shrieking, very much so. So um, the Goldfather and Pex Galore have a very <laughs> mysterious scheme for giving away free video games all over the world.
0: Yeah, it's uh, E doesn't know why uh, they're doing this and uh, Platinum Blonde is similarly confused. She's like, well, that's very generous of them. So they know there must be a, a motive of some sort going on here, but they need to find their base of operations. So this is the, uh, the assignment that's being handed over to Platinum Blonde.
1: Yeah. And they're going to keep track of Platinum via a beauty mark that she'll uh, stick to her face. and tracking device. Yes, and she says, I always wondered what it would be like to have an imperfection. Good. That's such perfect Jessica Wakefield energy, though, isn't isn't it? it? Yeah. (laughs) But she also has laser earrings and a lipstick periscope. Hell yes. Love it. Well, she thinks this is going to be a walk in the park, but E says that Pex Galore and Goldfowler have muscle. And who could that muscle be? Oh my God, it's (laughs) Octopatty. She's half human, half mollusk, yeah. twice as deadly. And it's basically Patty in a sort of octopus catsuit with oh, sucker hands.
0: Yeah, her suckers are lethal. And there's all this like kind of half ass Jaws music under this whole
1: sequence as well. So good. But then, oh my God, this suit is incredible. We cut to a glamorous nightclub where the waiters... Our hunks and the entertainment oh my god you <laughs> tell us what the
0: entertainment is well this is it because it pans across so yeah it's like the waiters have waistcoats and no shirts on and little bow ties <laughs> and we pan across to like a piano where manny is just like draped across it in sparkly red pants and this like purple embroidered, like embroidered
1: jacket it's like a master like, outfit
0: it's something like that, but very sparkly. He's got lace mm. gloves. There's like a lace shirt with massive ruffles. There is so much happening in that and that he's wearing. And he is literally just like stretched across the top of a piano singing. And oh, it's fucking gas. It's so funny. It is.
1: He's like Michelle Pfeiffer in the Fabulous Baker Boys. It's like... <laughs> and he's giving everyone the eye.
0: Oh, stop. Like, he's funny, like, like, yeah, pointing out to people in the yeah, crowd. Like, hey.
1: But... <laughs> two of the customers are not paying attention to manny penny because they're holding court at a gambling table. Who could it be? Oh God, why you? Of course, it's goldfowl. <laughs> Having set up shop
0: at the poker table. <laughs> um, oh God, yes. So yeah, I think a, does a, a waiter comes along and hands a drink to Bruce, aka Pex Galore, and he like holds it in front of Goldfowler's face while she has a drink because she's busy playing cards and he's basically yeah, she, her manservant.
1: Yes, yeah, um, she just like sips a bit through a straw. I don't know why that's so funny, but it really is. It's so
0: good. And like Bruce, as Pex, is wearing this white blazer with some... <laughs> Same design on the shoulder. Like he's got a a waistcoat, like a silky waistcoat on underneath that. It's like half yellow and the other half is green. There's so much happening in that outfit alone, let, let alone when you get to Lila as Goldfowler in her lamé hat, trench coat. Like, she's stunning. It's so good. Like we're not doing
1: it justice. We have to go and watch it immediately and then come back. This is true. Seriously, like, we. I mean, this episode is on YouTube. I will, I'm not joking when I say, I think you should all just go there right now before you listen to the end of this episode because it. You you need to to have the real visuals.
0: Uh, Truly, and we'll just sound absolutely insane when there's no context to what we're talking about. It's like, are they having an episode of their own? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, no, I promise
1: you, we're we, fine. We, this is what happened. <laughs> yep, we are not exaggerating anything. Well, no. platinum blonde enters, and yet another pair of sort of clunky and unflattering shoes. Oh, I wrote down more terrible shoes. <laughs> It's like, like, Jessica's hot as shit, but she has the worst shoes. Oh, and she also has a sort of a waistcoat that's like a, ja- a Nan's jacket with the sleeves cut off. Like, why does she have all these outfits that are bits of suits? She loves a bit of suit. That's it. Yeah, it's
0: like a waistcoat dress or something. But look, she makes it work. I I was fine with it apart from the terrible shoes, to be honest. Yeah, the shoes are
1: really bad. Well, she struts to the bar and she meets E, who points out that it's free pretzel night. So she's having a great time. She's so busy. Yeah, she's she's having a blast. And uh, Platinum Blonde thinks that Manny Penny is undercover, but it turns out this is actually his second job. He has to moonlight there just to survive. (laughs) pretty <laughs> and then we get a bit of voiceover from Todd
0: oh yes kind of Todd's voice breaks in and it's so funny because yeah. all the characters at the bar kind of look up all confused yeah. like what's going on and we bust back into real life where, where um Todd and Liz are in the Wakefield kitchen mm-hmm. and Liz is typing away on her her big giant laptop um <laughs> And yeah, Todd is like, uh, hey, how come there's nothing about me in here? He's been reading it over her shoulder. Um, So he wants to be the guy who saves Blonde in the big action sequence because he's just missing the point of the whole thing entirely. Um, And then again, he goes and drinks milk from the carton again in somebody else's house. What's wrong with this? Fuck off, Todd. Absolute (laughs) dickhead. Absolutely. Oh, and we've another whiteboard message, but it's not particularly exciting. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I meant to go back and uh, and check that one out, and I didn't.
0: Like, yeah, you... no, it just says uh, it says Jess Blaine Klein called again. So whoever hmm. Blaine Klein is, so still no word from Alice, unfortunately. Uh, but you... she's having she's too busy having fun with the mailman to uh, to check in. You
1: would think that they had a um, you know they they'd take the opportunity to have a little deep cut for the rest of us. <laughs> but, Indeed. But in yeah. fairness, I can't complain really about anything in this episode. Oh
0: look, yeah. Any complaints we have about this are trivial at best, because it's it's so good. It's solid gold.
1: Yeah. Well Liz explains to him um, you know, that this is a reversed universe, uh, universe that, you know, in this the women play the traditionally male roles and vice versa. And Todd, because he's such a dick, just goes, Who'd want to read that? Oh, he's such a dick in this scene, yeah. yeah. Well Liz decides to have a bit of revenge. And we come back to the club where we're introduced to Simply Luscious. Jesus.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so in walks Tad uh, into this uh, gin joint that we've been... uh... (laughs) <laughs> introduced to, and yeah, we we're told that he's Goldfowler's main squeeze when she tires of hex, <laughs> but he knows all about their operations. So apparently, he's the man that uh, that Platinum Blonde is going to have to to get on side to find out what the score is with the uh,
1: HQ operations. Yeah. We're told that he's no rocket scientist, but he might give her some info. <laughs> So uh Blot and Blood strides over to Goldfowler's table and asks to join the game and she she quickly exposes Goldfowler's cheating as I mean I have to say the Goldfowler's cheating is quite uh clumsy. She's literally got a card up her sleeve. It's literally that,
0: yeah. That's as high-tech as it got for her.
1: Well, uh, Goldfowler glares at the newcomer and the randomer who's there, I guess they're trying to, you know, swindle out of his his fortune is enraged. Uh,
0: Yeah, in the credits, he's listed as the Patsy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Keeping up that OTG lingo. Gotta love it. Well, he tells her that she stinks of old squid too. And uh, Goldfowler says, that's not her, that's Octopatty who pounces. Oh yeah, she's like, get him. So she just like suckers the
0: guy to death with like a, one of her hand suckers, <laughs> I don't know, like her hands are like in these kind of weird circle glove things, but like her little thumb is on either side <laughs> as well. So it's like they just didn't fully commit to the whole like sucker hand it's thing. But yeah,
1: hooves. she- like a horses they are like they
0: are like hooves. Yeah, more like hooves than suckers for sure. But yeah, she um she suckers the guy's face off, I guess. <laughs> he's dead anyway, he's not a problem anymore. No.
1: Well, uh Peck says she really sucks. <laughs> Which is actually quite a typical shit bond joke. So uh, Very true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um so Platinum Blonde just boots out Patty and, uh, off the table and then says, She's blonde. Platinum blonde. <laughs> Dad, you ask simply luscious to dance. I know, I
0: wrote to him, Dances with Todd. He is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> says he goes into a hilarious prance.
0: It's so funny because, again, he's meant to be playing like the typically female characters. So he's doing all these really funny movements. In fairness to him, like this is very funny. Oh,
1: it's genuinely hilarious. And he <laughs> dives straight into it, like striking poses. Yes. And...
0: Oh, so funny. It's like, yeah, it's this tango music yeah. playing. So this is the kind of vibe that we're going with. And it's it's very dramatic and very funny. Yes,
1: <laughs> And well, as they leap up to dance, Godfather says, I'm watching you, blonde. And Platinum Blonde says, isn't everyone? Which is also <laughs> a Jessica thing to say. Truly, yes. Like she's nailing it. <laughs> well, as they tango, Simply Luscious shows how quite how dim he is.
0: That's it. He basically spills the entire plan. He's just because he is a yeah a dummy he's just kind of like oh I, I don't know anything about the bombs in the video games yes. uh, and you know I hang out at the Moonraker Ra- Moon Cafe as well rather yeah. than Moon Beach. <laughs> love that <Like laughs> it. Um, yeah he's like you know what and I, and I, I won't tell you that the Moonraker Cafe is the base of operations for Goldfellers <laughs> and so he just tells her everything basically and it's all been made very easy for Platinum Blonde at this yeah. point point.
1: <laughs> uh, and then we got back into the real world where Enid is looking over Liz's shoulders at her a manuscript and uh, is shocked that she's going to the let Jess and Todd kiss. Uh, And of course, she has a question in typical Edith style about herself. Oh, why don't I get a guy? (laughs) I mean, that's fair enough.
0: Very fair. Yes, he should have her own little... Man to order around the place.
1: Yeah, I guess she has Manny Penny, but there's no hint of romance. No, she doesn't them. get to do
0: any any outrageous flirting with any of them. No, she's just there in a
1: ROTG outfit. She's
0: looking fantastic. Well,
1: that's true. I mean, she can pull it off. Um, so she gives out about E being dull and ordinary and says that Liz just thinks she's boring. And Liz is kind of annoyed by, you know, yet another person interfering in her creative process. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there we cut back uh to the dance uh scene where platinum blonde and luscious kiss but it's there's no chemistry there oh no well that's it They're it's like they're about to kiss
0: but obviously enid got in in liz's head so they yeah. kind of stop and then shake hands very awkwardly instead and liz is like hmm, nice save even yeah. though both characters are kind of looking around like what has happened here yeah. this is terrible <laughs> it's like even your own characters think this is a terrible idea
1: all the meta stuff in this episode works surprisingly well like it's the way so they're sort of funny. you know, all the self-awareness of breaking the fourth wall and Yeah, the looking around
0: when a yeah. voice comes in, like it's really good.
1: Um, but they head to the moonbreaker and Luscious again reveals uh well while attempting to conceal this fact that the bomb, the la of the bombs is in the basement and platinum blonde grows in. But what should happen to Luscious? Oh, he's immediately captured by Octopathy. <laughs> And they're deadly suckers. Slash hooves. <laughs> yes. Trot- trotting along. <laughs> so inside, Pex and Goldfowler are in front of a giant map of the world where... Oh, God. All- With
0: little blinking lights on it and everything. It's so good.
1: And it's... And it, the lights are showing where all their video, their deadly video games have been delivered. So they've delivered these things all, all over the globe. And... Uh, only one place is missing its bomb delivery. Where could that be? That's,
0: it's Sweet Valley because uh, as Pex walks in, he's like checking off all the locations, He's like Paris, London, Washington. But then if you look at the map on the wall, there's no lights on any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just thought was funny because I'm always I'm always looking for Ireland as well on these kind of maps to see really? how we found And we were fine. There was no blinking light on us. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: you know, or a bit insulted that Goldfather didn't pay us any attention. She didn't care. But
0: um, yeah, so yeah, the Sweet Valley uh, bomb delivery is the only one that hasn't been sorted out because apparently um, Octopati suckered the delivery girl to death by accident. <gasps> <laughs> so yeah goldfowler is not impressed and uh she's like that moronic invertebrate also she put she's putting on kind of an english accent as well she as goldfowler is yeah.
1: putting on a uh a kind of english accent that's my notes actually say that i it's don't know where it so comes bad. from but she no, but is she's oh. <laughs> she, she's having a whale of a time she is camping it up to high heaven oh, it's fantastic incredibly <laughs> effectively and um, so, yes, uh, when they deliver it themselves, their plan will be complete and they'll be rich. <laughs> and uh, Pex asks what we're all thinking, like, why exactly did they send these bombs anywhere? And Goldfowler <laughs> explains it so that these cities will pay millions of dollars in ransom. And then they kiss. <laughs>
0: You? but it's so good it's like it's such a funny scene because she ha- like she has to explain the plan to him and she's really annoyed so first she slaps him and then she kisses him it's <laughs> like, uh, this is amazing
1: <laughs> it is the campness is like you know the the tv series is generally not as camp as the books which is a sad mm. sad thing for me and um they uh, they in this episode it is camper than you can possibly imagine. It is full odd, and I am here for every single second of it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, wow. <sighs> so uh, while we while we ponder the the image of Pex and Goldfowler in a passionate embrace, we cut back to Platinum Blonde, who's investigating some other part of the lair, and she finds a lot of like, I guess they're bomb boxes. <laughs> They're like the boxes, the bombs came in. That's it. They're like
0: timber boxes with like a, a radiation kind of sticker on them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's prowling around in the basement, but uh, delightfully actually puts her gadgets to use. I was oh, so glad there gadgets. was payoffs for those. So she uses her little laser earrings to burn a hole in the ceiling and then gets her like lipstick periscope all ready to go and sticks it up through the hole. So it's, <gasps> so she can see what's going on now upstairs. Yes. Uh, so overhead is where uh, Goldfowler and uh, Pex Galore <laughs> are uh, Devising and revising their whole uh, devious plan, so she's getting the scoop on what's going on now. Great.
1: Yes. Well, she's uh, she she sees that it's a virtual reality game, and somehow, I mean, this scheme is very convoluted. So very confusing. Also, they cut away
0: as she's explaining it and make it all muffled, so we don't really know exactly <laughs> what's happening.
1: I get. I think it's something like every point somebody scores when playing this. Game, yeah, um, gives them some power. It's like yeah, it's electrical? like every point gives them a like bomb?
0: A, It's like a kilowatt of energy yeah. to plant somehow. I don't know why they've rigged it up like this, but uh, but this is what gets the character of Free Play involved.
1: Oh my goodness! Please <laughs> introduce Free Play. Um. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yes it gets to the point where they must uh release the freak as (laughs) as puts it, because one of the cities with a bomb and it refuses to pay it's suvlakia and i thought they were mispronouncing slovakia i thought it was like but they've just they've made up a country named after they've just made up a country named after like greek skewer meat i think Mm. um but yeah, so they, they, they yeah, like is enraged because she's like, they can afford to pay a lousy million dollars. She's
1: like, we'll nuke them, Goldfowler. Oh, feller. These bombs aren't nukes, apparently. Like, I guess, yeah. How do they afford that? Oh, I don't
0: know, but like, yeah. <laughs> Look, this is not the place for logic. I mean, if and the Sweet Valley generally isn't, but definitely not in a dream sequence, anyway. Actually, yes. Why <laughs> am I even saying this? <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, the freak back to him. So yeah, this yeah, is sorry. free play, and free play is Winston <gasps> in, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> quite an ensemble <laughs> Oh my god. So he's he's kind of he's in this like virtual reality game. So he has these big like blackout gla- glasses on yeah. and headphones and he's just like twitching in a chair until he can play his game. Oh,
1: free play. Free, he's, play. He's
0: free like he he's like a pokemon all he says is free play. Yeah. Um and he is wearing this very groovy <laughs> black and red shirt with like a floral kind of pattern on it. It's open very very low. Very low cut yeah um he's very hot okay (laughs) (laughs) there's no way around it he's so fucking hot (laughs) even in this ridiculous outfit
1: (laughs) and ridiculous it is
0: oh god so there's also these like high-waisted pants with like the suspenders the braces over the shirt it's there's so much happening and yeah the braces
1: (laughs) again with the braces they love braces and high-waisted trousers, but he fucking makes it work in fairness yeah, to does. us. Like, he really he does. does. I'm sorry. To say, I can't, I, I, it has to be said. He, can pull it it, he pulls it off. This is it, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, well, you wish he'd pull it off. I mean, this <laughs> would so, be a fine thing. Yeah. So, well, I do know why I'm acting like you're the only one he fancies. <laughs> yeah, You'll join me here, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, when he hits a top score, something like 50,000, a bomb is released. A goldfowler says, bye bye. What's the title? Ta- so, what's the code so again? Yes, the Vlackia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, they've just like they've committed a war crime. There. Much, yeah. <laughs> just
0: a casual war, war crime of a Wednesday, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Platinum Blonde has been captured by uh, Octopatty and put in a cell with Luscious because like, they're underneath the Moonraker cafe is uh, like a full prison system. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: absolutely. No further questions here from me anyway. <laughs> oh.
1: And... <laughs> <laughs> Goldfounder comes in to talk to them wearing her gold leather jacket over her gold lame frock and looking sensational. Like so
0: good. I just love how they just they just went fully ridiculous with Goldfowler and her wardrobe and I'm so glad they did Oh my
1: god uh, it, It's it's a glorious sight to behold and uh, she says it's a pity that Octopatty's suckers were just set to stun just, <laughs> still, like, <what? laughs> How did they work? I don't know (laughs) 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 Uh, well they have different settings apparently why not (laughs) Todd is shocked to see that Platinum Blonde is a spy and uh, luckily uh, Goldfowler and Pex are doing a classic villain thing where they just like reveal their whole plan and uh, because well it's more Pex actually because he reveals that Sweet Valley is next on the death list and Lila tells him I mean Goldfowler tells him (laughs) to shut up shut up Galore (laughs) Jessica distracts them very easily. She just goes, Look, a meteor shower. <laughs> they all and, look up and away. Which gives her a chance to put her tracker on the video game. And Then Lila's like, Hang on, we're inside. <laughs> you imbeciles. They just called them imbeciles. Um, so she tells Patty to push her captives on the clock. And the clock is. It, I can't even, my notes actually say, this is kind of amazing. Please describe the clock. Okay, so, um, so how you know how we said at
0: the start that like the little scene at the mall coming out of the cinema kind of informs the sequence to follow. Uh, so the fact that they're all going off for sushi means that the clock is Goldfowler's very special samurai sushi clock.
1: Yes, so, samurai so, sushi clock. You heard that I mean, right,
0: sisters of, of course. <laughs>
1: What else would you be using?
0: What else is there? Uh yeah. yeah so she's got she's got platinum blonde and simply lushes, uh, tied up on her clock so they've got their heads sticking out like like kind of a, a seaside cutout kind of thing that you put your head through the hole. Oh um but it's this big round clock and the hands of the clock are the samurai swords. Yes. So as it yeah. as it sticks as it kicks around, their heads will be cut off. And that is the, the whole point
1: of the Samurai Sushi Club. Yeah, it's very slow. It's very elaborate. It, actually, it looks like a lot of work. It does, but it's the perfect, ridiculous Bond villain death device. 100%. You know? uh, it's aesthetically <laughs> very striking. Hmm. Um, so yeah Platinum Blonde sort of cracks wise uh, about this clock but Goldfounder tells her that uh, she's going to miss all the fireworks of the bo- of the bomb going off because soon she and Luscious will be sashimi oh my god <laughs> and then she says sayonara and leaves and then we cush to Jessica in real life and she's not happy Oh she's most unimpressed again yeah. we can hear her
0: voice cutting in over this fantastic sequence where she's just going you're not going to kill me off
1: i'm the star
0: i'm your inspiration so she's most displeased by this because again this whole episode just has people reading liz's work over her shoulder as she's typing which sounds so annoying <laughs> oh my
1: god so annoying um so yeah she uh she she um, she says that you know liz can't cut um kill her off um because she's the star Mm -hmm. And uh, what sort of writer are you? And this says, you'll see. And then we get a little bit of a rewind. You love to see it. (laughs) Yes. Everything goes back to Goldfounder making her a sashimi joke. And then Platinum Blonde apologizes to Luscious and says, looks like we're going to die after all. (laughs) But then. (laughs) A twist. So a door in the room is
0: kicked down. (laughs) Only to reveal the entrance of uh, Ash Blonde, (laughs) which is Liz, uh, because actually up until this point, I was kind of thinking it was a bit sad that Liz's star in her own story wasn't even her, it was Jessica. Um, So she kind of redeems herself somewhat here by by, a great introduction of uh, Platinum Blonde's sister, Ash Blonde, who comes in in a, like, fantastic red PVC dress, thigh-high matching boots, like, she looks unreal. Hair. (laughs) it's so good yeah. Uh, but yeah so she strides over to the uh, to the sushi clock and <laughs> saves them she 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 un- unshackles uh, the pair of them and scores the face off of Todd slash simply luscious
1: yes I like that she frees luscious first and um, wears the face off and before remembering slap the blonde and freeing her
0: she's kind of an afterthought yeah, yeah. she's actually like uh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that she says, like, I was tracking your facial mark, and Platinum Blonde says, it's a beauty mark, and Ash Blonde goes, says you. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but upstairs, Winston, is it a killing trance? Oh no, yes, uh, Freeplay's been let loose again. Uh, so, yeah,
0: they have to stop him, uh, because if he gets to 500 million, then Sweet Valley will be the, the town blown to smithereens. Yeah. So uh does some kind of Jiggery pokery with the joystick he's using, does something to the detonator. It's all very confusing in terms of detonators and bombs and all. Oh
1: god, makes no sense. Well, none at all. She frees him from the game because he's sort of locked to it. And yes, exactly. And yeah, I think does she does she stop the she stops
0: the bomb? I think it seems that it stopped.
1: Yes, and Jessica says we did it. And Ash blonde, less of a doormat than Liz says I did it. (laughs) Save the world. Yes. So at the Moon Beach. In real life, Jessica gives out about Platinum not saving the day as she expected she would. And uh, Winston says that free play should be the brains of the operation. <laughs> <We> <laughs> Maddie. Says Maddie was being exploited.
0: Oh, yeah. So no one's particularly impressed. And uh, the two boys kind of head off and uh, what is it Jess says? Yeah, she's like, Look, don't count on getting published with that
1: story, Liz. Aww. And kind of tosses her hair and heads away. <laughs> Well, Liz isn't deterred and she returns to her tale where Patty growls at, uh, at our heroes but is uh, pushed out of the door, pushed out through a door by Platinum blood who locks the door behind her saying, I was never very fond of Octopus. Um, so it turns out that there's, the bomb is actually somewhere else yeah, it's um, like that, uh, the detonator was the
0: joystick, but the bomb itself is in the video game, which is... Somewhere in Sweet
1: Valley. <laughs> Sweet Valley, yes. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. But they, they somehow know that it's in Sweet Valley Mall. Yeah. So they get into the jeep and head off. And when they arrive at the mall, they see Pex and Goldfowler running out of us. Um, Oh God, it's so fun!
0: They're holding hands as well the whole time they run, which is actually very sweet. It's very sweet. I mean, they may
1: be evil evil villains, but you know they've got each other. Oh! (laughs) And when they see the gang approaching them, they turn and run back inside the mall, followed by the others. And uh, when they all rush inside, Freeplay is distracted by the video arcade, and we're distracted by a montage.
0: Oh my God, just when I thought the episode couldn't get any better. Like, it was good enough in episode so that I wouldn't have been that mad oh, if there wasn't a montage, yeah.
1: but there was, so we didn't have to worry. <laughs> it was all good. Oh my God, and it is so dramatic. There's a song playing that sounds like a sort of a drony nationally merchant about super spies. <laughs> and... Some poor Saf gets pushed down an escalator Oh literally like Pex is like running up an
0: escalator Shoves the guy out of the way And we just hear him scream So it's like he must have fallen to like the floor below <laughs> That's
1: I mean he's the first, the first murder of the evening <laughs> yeah. Oh no sorry it's the second Because Octopati suckered somebody to death with their hooves
0: Oh at the poker table yes yeah. very true
1: Well uh, Liz chases Pex up another escalator need to be kicked <laughs> in the face I in all caps, he turns and kicks her in the face. <laughs> I'm actually crying about <laughs> 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 So, and then, platinum Blonde, chases Lila, uh, who says, and grabs her, and, and Goldfather says, Hands off the lame! <laughs> Love this, oh my god. In a glass lift. My notes just say, This is fucking amazing
0: the greatest thing ever and like yeah and then like back over at uh, Liz and Bruce when she gets to the top of the um, of the escalator she just beats the shit out of them and drags him away in a headlock it's stunning
1: <laughs> so um, yeah Goldfowder and Pex have both been captured and uh, the heroes ask where the bombs are and before Pex and Goldfowder can say anything they notice Winston and somehow realise that the detonator is the video game, I mean, I don't know where the actual bomb is. None of this makes any sense. I know,
0: they, because they were saying the bomb is in the video game, but then they keep saying it's the detonator that's in it, which doesn't make any sense either. Also, so it's like,
1: I am not it's a like, bomb maker, lest anybody be worried, but yeah. I do know that you need more than a detonator to explode. You need some explosive material like semtex or something
0: like something yeah no this this makes absolutely zero sense but again and also the words bomb and detener seem to be kind of interchangeable for this, this is whole very true too.
1: yeah well uh when the others notice winston and the video game goldfowler mag- who was magnificent to the last cries those fools they'll kill us all she, oh god she's so good and she and pecs one off and the because they're kind of shit all like just let them go basically <laughs> and they open the video g- game um in the arcade and defuse it by taking out a coin I don't know what they're doing
0: They pull out, it's like a microchip. Again, because I suppose they said earlier on that Goldfowler is like a microchip magnate. So this is some kind of microchip technology. That's where I was going with it anyway. Again, possibly giving people way too much credit. But um, yeah, so they they pull out, is it uh, Ashblonde pulls open Mm. the arcade machine, pulls out the, like, I wrote down bomb chip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's some kind of tiny microchip thing. Um, we also just cut to, to Goldfowler and Bruce running away. <laughs> and um, Lila's just screaming, to the heliport! As she's going, which
1: fantastic <laughs> I love her so much oh my god me too <laughs> and they jump into one Bruce one and drive off presumably in the direction of the heliport of the heliport I presume yes <laughs> um, but uh, Liz sticks the detonator slash microchip bomb bomb yes. <laughs> onto a throwing star and chucks it at the car which explodes conveniently after it has turned around the corner
0: do you know what? Even though it was the fakest looking explosion ever, I was still fucking delighted by it. Because it was more than I was expecting. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't think. I kind of more expected the reaction shot where they shield their eyes and it's kind of like red flashing light mm-hmm. from their side. Like that's all I was expecting yeah. in terms of explosions. But we did get an
1: actual fucking explosion. We so I'm thrilled. they spent <laughs> yeah. every money on some stock photos. Oh, it was great. I was so happy. (laughs) Well, I was even happier, but also tinged with sadness When Lila's go or goldfowler's gold hat blows back at them in the blast
0: this was it because they were I think was it Platinum Blonde was like yeah but how do you know that was really them and it's like when you kill a bad guy in a video game and just they drop stuff like that's (laughs) useful to you like in Breath of the Wild you know (laughs) you just you kill a bad guy and there's a bunch of stuff that's useful this is like what happens but with Goldfowler (laughs) and Pex Galore because even though the car blew up like way over in the distance suddenly all this stuff starts dropping from the sky on their heads practically Mm. back at the mall and it's like the number plate and a bit of a tyre and then Goldfowler's hat so (laughs) I mean, I guess
1: it's not like a hand... Or that well, that's back?
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. Some Fowler could well have survived <gasps> to uh, to to camp it up another day. So oh. hopefully, yes, oh she'll be
1: back. <laughs> well, she'll live forever in our hearts. Oh, fully. <laughs> well, luscious, uh, simply luscious, says that Ashbond saved Sweet Valley and they kiss as Jessica says, "ew." Yeah. And I'm cu- with her on that. Well, me too. Well, we cut to the Moon Beach and everybody's kind of delighted, um, but Jess uh, and Lila kind of admiringly, she clearly, she was into it, says the goldfowler would never have let the blondes get away. Yeah, the guys aren't fully impressed
0: though, because they're a bit like, is mm. it um, Winston or and Manny, Bruce- I think. Oh, Manny's like, oh yeah, all the male characters were just bimbos. And then Todd and Bruce at the same time go, tell me about it. like,
1: And Bruce says that, you know, basically still... Uh, the women can't play or write action heroes. He's decided, but then Liz has something to reveal to them. Yeah, Liz walks
0: in and busts up the group. She's like, um, well Teen List published my story. So I guess this is all happening over the course of I don't know how long it takes to get a story in a, in a magazine. It must be.
1: The lead time would be quite long. So this doesn't Yeah, you're looking at sense. months
0: probably, but anyway, this is like the course of a few days and now she's published. So it's all good. That's not so, question. Yeah, so,
1: no, so everybody changes their tune about how great
0: the the story was, true. and Lila's like, "Oh, goldfather what a fabulous villain, stunning wardrobe." And like, you can't argue with it. There, yeah,
1: true, true. <laughs> Manny asks Liz to sign the magazine to Bruce's chagrin, <laughs> and uh, Todd congratulates her and asks if he re- if she really thinks that he's not sexy. And I can't. Could you please say what she says? Because I actually feel oh. physically sick we do
0: we have to yeah of course I do my little stud muffin <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Todd says as if this is hilarious I feel so cheap <laughs> and they laugh and that's the end
0: of uh, 07. Oh, freeze frame oh my god oh,
1: that was it was magnificent it was so good <laughs> so <laughs> I watch it again <laughs> it was so funny seriously listeners I know we've like if you haven't watched it already there will be no suspense but believe me when I say you need to see Goldfeller in action
0: just watch it anyway it's so funny it's it's such a big swing as well though isn't it for like episode 10 of a series this early to go that crazy with an episode.
1: yes isn't you know? it? this
0: is the kind of thing you do after you know maybe two or three series and you're like fuck it let's try something mad because the ratings are falling and we just need to pull something out of the bag let's do an nope. entire fucking fantasy sequence where they're all secret agents why not Yeah. but like episode 10 first series ballsy move but yeah. I love it
1: uh, same here uh, well listeners let us know what you thought uh you know we always love hearing from our special pie beta alpha members the wind beneath our wings if you will um the pecks galore to our goldfowler oh my god <laughs> so good <laughs> Also,
0: I love that we're kind of getting something of a catchphrase from Lila now, because before she had hands off the Armani when she was um, busting into the Moon Beach Diner and now it's hands off the LeMay. So yeah. I just can't wait to, to see if we get a, a trifecta of, uh, of hands off oh, from me her. Oh, I love
1: it every time. So good. So good. Uh, so yeah, um, let us. I mean, have a look for yourself. Share your. I mean, Goldfowler fan art. We wouldn't be surprised if that's the sort of thing that uh, ends up getting created, inspired by this episode. It truly is a magnificent, uh, a magnificent feast for the imagination. And you know where to where to find us. We um we love hearing from you, and you can get in touch at svh podcast on Twitter. You can
0: send us an email at svhpodcast
1: at gmail.com. And of course, we are on Instagram at svhpodcast, where quite a few of you commented on the last episode, Dangerous Love. Um, yeah, uh, Claire PH made a very good point. that why is Sweet Valley high so far from the Moon Beach? I'd have thought it's just across town. But Todd had to drive Liz along a supposedly long coastal road to get there.
0: Very true. Like you'd always imagine, it's like pretty much walking distance. Like I know not much stuff is walking distance really in American towns often, but mm. like for the purposes of Sweet Valley, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, everything is pretty close to each other. Yeah, we've always got thought. the
1: impression that yeah, it wasn't like through you know lots of countryside. Yeah, you have to take a big cliff road to get to it. Like, <laughs> nah, come on, lads. <laughs> Um. Well, Katie Longstreth made very good point that it. it's sad that Alice couldn't be bothered to come back with her tryst the, with the milkman to care for Liz. Maybe she wouldn't have had an identity crisis if her parents had been around. Good <laughs> point. Very true. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I guess it is consistent that we didn't see the parents, but with, despite the fact that Liz was actually hospitalised and in a coma. But... <laughs> But even so, um, oh, God. Uh, so yeah, there was uh, some some appreciation there for the for the t- for the 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 I guess continuity of the TV series, and there was also lots of appreciation for Lila's outfits because Karen put together quite the gallery. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I didn't have to do much work there. You just pause it in any episode and she looks sensational. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, Esther M. Chung said she has very Amber from Clueless vibes, but more biz casual, which is very true. Oh, nail on the head. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. But well put, Esther. And uh, yeah, Squirrel Girlie said in the scarf and pearls, she looks like a 42-year-old realtor, and that is true. <laughs> or an air hostess, said he Dell H22, which also yeah. true. Yeah.
0: Very true. She's, she's so versatile that way, you know.
1: Yes. Uh, Laura Brockwell said, anyone else watch this and realise just how many 90s trends are back? Well, yes. Worryingly.
0: Very true. Yeah, especially when you see stuff from the 90s listed as vintage online. It's oh, like, oh, sh- don't do that Jesus to me. Lads.
1: Come on. Right. No. <laughs> and then it, it reminds me of the fact that when I was in the 90s, in the early, mid 90s, pretty much 90% of my wardrobe was like 70s vintage from shops in Temple Bar. And now I'm thinking of some 40 something back then looking at me in my little needle cord Levi's Players <laughs> and tiny t shirt. And I'm thinking, why? Why is this happening? Because <laughs> that's well, how I feel now that's
0: it yeah it's come back around on us Uh,
1: happens to everybody (laughs) um yeah loose enders did uh, say damn what is the hair budget on that show so so shiny and flippy and true very
0: especially lila's like it's Mm. so shiny and glossy yeah lovely.
1: well and actually we did also um get an amazing rendition on twitter of the lila strush from our amazing gif of the Lila Strush. So for all your Lila Strutting needs, if you go to our um, our Twitter account, who uh, was it who made it? Uh, that was Lisa it. Tune it was Lisa Toon, yes. She managed to capture Lila Strush from the last episode and uh, immortalise it in gif form. And I think mm-hmm. I'm going to have to save that for, for personal use.
0: Honestly, it's a thing to behold,
1: yeah. <gasps> Well, thank you for joining us, Pi Beta Alpha members. Remember, soon we will have your Pi Beta Alpha jackets ready to order. <laughs> it's coming. It's happening. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week in the regular um, main episodes of uh, of Double Love to find out what happens when Jessica and Lila, sadly not goldfeller, turn their attention to uh, Rockstar's Girl. But we will see you. I'm just looking at it for the first. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We will see you here. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we're both excited. I've also just seen it. (laughs) And so will you be, Pi Beta Alpha members. When we see you in two weeks here in the Pi Beta Alpha clubhouse, when we find out what happens, when Enid's boyfriend, Ronnie, (gasps) finds out her secrets oh Oh, shit (laughs) (laughs) it's an
0: enid storyline finally time to shine let's do this thing (laughs) and it's based on a real book oh fantastic oh god i'm looking forward to that now
1: oh my god oh well thank you for listening B to alpha uh, gang and thank you for supporting us we appreciate every single one of you and we love doing this uh this extra secret series just for you all um so, yeah, I don't like maybe time for uh, a reread of Secrets to see how it deviates from the book, or you could just go back and listen to our episode from like four years ago, whenever it was. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's about when it would have been.
1: <laughs> and by the way, it is nearly our fourth birthday. And it's going to be coming up in a couple of months. So, if you have any ideas for how we might, you know, celebrate with our Pi Beta Alpha pals, Ooh, mark the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Um, But before then, we will have to get ready to hear some of Vena's secrets. <laughs> See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This show is
0: part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find
1: out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.